everyone. Thank you for joining us for episode seven of Weathering the Market. Kaylee Carey here. I'm Dion. And today we have something special for you. We have at the end of everything, we're going to toss over to our commodity analyst expert, Larry Heitkemper, on just kind of a breakdown of the implications of what the excess rain and what's going on in South America is going to have on the soybean and corn market. That's right. It's been a very, very interesting season for South America right now. Um, as you know, as I'm sure some of you might be aware, we were off to a late start, a, a pretty late start due to excess dryness late last year, which of course in turn made everything kind of fall behind, so to speak. Yes, and how far behind actually? Well, according to Ag Rule, soybean harvest in South America is currently only at 25%. And I say only 25% because this is compared to 40% at this exact same time last year. So now they are making progress. Now, next week, they are forecasted to advance to at least 10% more, so closer to 35%, but that's still behind what we're looking at. And a lot of that is because we've seen the rains kind of have a late start, but not only are we, the soybeans, are, they're going to make it out of the ground and it looks like it's going to be okay. What we're looking at is the late planting of the Safrina corn crop. That's correct. So right now we're sitting at approximately uh, I think about 55% planted for the, for that uh, Safrina corn crop. However, uh, compared to last year where they were almost completely planted by this time. Right. Cause we've missed that window. The window to plant that is by the third week of February. And we're in what? We're in March. So, in March already. Yes. yes. So we're looking at the, all of this kind of moving into the dry season. So it will definitely be something to watch. And it's interesting because Argentina is having the opposite problem. They actually started out with a lot of rain, excess rain, and now they're looking at what conditions? Well, it's been mostly dry across right. the growing uh, regions of uh, uh, northern and central Argentina. And so it's been, a, it's been very mixed reviews coming out of Argentina because some areas have gotten very beneficial rain and, and they're able to stay on track. And other areas have fallen behind uh, because it's been more dry in that area. I know, but what I found is interesting is that the USDA left the production in the Wasser report, the February Wasser report, they left it unchanged. They left it at 133 million tons for Brazil and 48 million tons for Argentina. So do you think that we're going to see these numbers shift in the next report? I think I think as we get closer and closer to the next report and the data starts, you know, becoming a little bit more solidified, they're getting a better idea of, of, of what to expect. I think we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll start to see some adjustments to that. And then once that report comes out, Larry, we're going to go ahead and head over to our commodity analyst expert. Larry, what do you think the implications of all of this are going to have on the markets? Well, I think the markets are anticipating that uh, South America will not have a record production this year. Meanwhile, China continues to have an insatiable demand for mainly soybeans, but also corn. And the implications will be twofold. One is that uh, planting in the U.S. this year will probably be way up, especially for soybeans. I think some of the early indications are that uh, acreage will increase significantly, probably both for corn and soybeans, but more so for soybeans. And the demand for China is expected to remain strong. The one potential fly in the ointment is that China is going through another bout of swine fever. I think the market still doesn't know how important that is or how significant that is. But anytime that happens, it, it could threaten the demand. And that's something we have to watch closely. So do you think it's safe to say we're looking at a volatile market coming up? Oh, absolutely. We're at the point on the uh, what we call the supply use curve where price is very responsive to any any changes in production or stocks. So yes, definitely going to have some volatile markets. 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping on this episode seven of Weathering the Market. If you have any questions, we'd love to talk weather with you. Please feel free to reach out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Weathering the Market. We love sharing all this information with you guys. And if you didn't already know, we work for a company called Minuteman Weather, which provides a full range of energy and agricultural weather services. If you would like to sign up for a free trial or request more information, check us out at MinutemanWeather.com. We'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks.